Alright, well, I guess this is the first episode of this. Uh, John, Spark Report. Yeah, what's going on? John W. Davis, right. this is the Spark Report. What's <laughs> good, Pappy? What's up, man? I actually super rock with the name, and the Spark Report is... I love it. You came up with that. I, I can't. I can't take credit for that. You, that's, that's you. you. But that, was, that's dope, that was dope, 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 dope name. It feels like, like I'm Jason Bourne. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, Don't you feel like you're like a secret agent? Nah, yeah. It feels like when you listen, like you're really, really going to learn something. You are going to so, learn something. You know, so uh, we're going to be talking about the Sparks. Yeah. Uh, they won tonight. Yes. Beat the living daylights out of the fever. Yes, they did. And they did most of it in the last 24 minutes or so in the game, too. I, I, I think... I, I literally remember tweeting. I tweeted, if they could push this lead to 10 by halftime, that would probably be it. You told just, me that. Yeah, because I was just looking at it, and I'm mm-hmm. like, they're not like, – Indiana just – I hate to say it, but just isn't talented enough. Like, they just – and what they had – I mean, they had pretty much a full roster, but I just yeah, see – it was just 43 lack, to 31 at halftime. Yeah, I just see, like, a lack of talent when it comes to Indiana. So I knew that mm-hmm. if they could just push the lead to 10 by mm-hmm. the half, come out, get two buckets, and that's mm-hmm. why they pushed it to, I think, 11 – at the half. I mean, 11, right? Right. 11 at the half. Yeah. And then I think they came out and got like three straight buckets. Well, 12. 43-31. 12. Because they had six. They, yeah. they had those uh, two threes back to back. Because it's a lack of talent with the fever, but it's also a lack of three-point shooting. And you and I, we often talk about if you're playing against the Sparks, you know that they are an interior yeah. defensive team. focused team. So you need to find opportunities to shoot threes. Threes. And try to make as many as you can. And I that's think, the game plan against the Sparks. And I think the opportunities were there. Like I was watching, and I'm like, okay, this person's open, this person's open, but they just weren't making the right reads and seeing them until it was right. they they were up thirty, were down thirty in the fourth quarter. But you honestly, you have to give most of the credit for that to the Sparks, though, mm-hmm. because that defense they were playing. Oh yeah, yeah. That yeah. was suffocating defense. Yeah, yeah. It was TRP Beard. Raquana, I forgot what type of defender Raquana was because I missed her for those 10 games. She's a pesky defender. She's basically the shortest person on the court. She's always going to be up under you. She's very strong. So if that's I had a to tough make a, person to go against. If I had to make an NBA comparison for her, I would say Patrick Beverly. Because, mm. like, she's a person where that's I, don't, like, I don't look forward to her guarding me. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think that. You know, she's never going to win Defense Player of the Year. Like, I don't think she's the best defender on the team. Right. But she is extremely, extremely irritating. Yes. Because she's going to be upping you. She, she's, you know, like, like upping you on the perimeter. Mm-hmm. And she plays tough. She plays physical. Even if I have even if I had to set a screen against Raquana. Right. I don't necessarily want to do that because I'm going to feel that she ran into me. Like, yeah. I would think that she's was a, a strong player. Like, that was a play early in the season in which I think, um, I forget what, what game it was, but it just stood out to me where, um, one time she goes to a screen, takes a screen in like the ribs or whatever. Like, oh, it hurts. Okay, I remember. Next that. screen, like next time she goes in, literally tries to run like the girl over. But like that's what like that's what you need mm-hmm. because next time it's like oh you know what let me think twice about how I want to set this screen on her because I know she's just not gonna take any kind of treatment from me. Right, and you know what was good about her performance? It wasn't necessarily her shooting percentage from the field or from three, but it was the fact that she was one of the leading rebounders. <laughs> And she had assists, mm-hmm. and she played defense. Yeah, and Fish alluded to that. He said that he wanted his guards to do a better job of rebounding, which she I think it. that now that you have 12 people, your guards can do a better job of rebounding. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like Chelsea can go out there and decide to get, to get, what was it, four rebounds in 25 minutes because she's playing 25 minutes. When you out there playing 39, 40 minutes, <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I yeah. mean, you know, you know I, I, like, I know she gives maximum effort at all times, yeah. but people, like, this ain't 2K. Like, nobody has 99 stamina. 
right. at a certain point in time, like, bro, y'all got to get that. How do you feel about having all 12 players back for the first game? This is the 27th game of the season. They're 17 and 10. It's the first time they had all 12 players. I mean, I mean, I, I think it one speaks to to the the. You clinched the playoffs. Clinched the playoffs. First time you have all 12. I think it speaks to the job Fish has done this year. Mm-hmm. I think he's done. It. I, th- I know people were down on him at the beginning of the season. Like, yo, just give him some time. Like, it's a whole new system. Uh, and, I, and and I think he's installing something new in these women that maybe they weren't used to. Mm-hmm. And also, the thing that looked great to me was not granted. I think Sunday will be the real test. Obviously, Connecticut is a much better team than what um, Indiana is. But right. I didn't see them look really out of sorts. What was nice about this game is that I'm circling them for 26 assists against the Fever. But it was even across the board. I mean, Parker had five. Williams had three. Gray had four. Yeah. Jones had three. Weiss had two. Agum- Neka Agumake had three. Yeah. Shanae even had one. Like, everybody passed. Everybody shared the ball. Yeah. And that's what you need to do if you want to have a positionless basketball system. Now, granted, they still have positions because Shanae is still one of the tallest players on the court. Mm-hmm. And Shanae hasn't necessarily developed a three-point shot yet. Yeah, but she can so still stretch out She can, out, she can stretch jumper. out, shoot that mid-range jumper. So you have a player like that, and you have a player like Kalani Brown, who you know are post players. Mm-hmm. But about everybody else on this team, see, 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 they can play any position. See, the thing with Plessis Basketball, like, I, like, I, I think the term is a little bit overrated because I think people get to thinking that people legit don't have positions right. anymore. But what it means is you have players who can interchange multiple positions right. on each possession. I have a better term for it. What's up? Instead of calling it positionless basketball, I would say we should call it position fluid basketball. That's a much better term. Because positionless has people thinking that literally people run on the court with no type of title. And do whatever. And just do whatever. Right. It's like, no. Like, if, if you want to bring it to the Warriors, right? The Warriors just have people who can, like, Steph can go from the one to the two on each possession. Clay can probably go from the two to the four sometimes. KD, when he was there, could go from, honestly, sometimes all five. One to the five. One, one to the five. Draymond, Draymond one, to the five. one to the five. Yeah. Like, NECA can go probably, I want to say, three to the five. Candace mm-hmm. can. One Honestly, to the five. One, yeah, one to the five, play yeah. all five. Chelsea can probably, I think, play one in the two. I think even TRP can sometimes go from one to the three. Yeah. Sydney can go from the one to the three. Mm-hmm. So you have people who can interchange things on different um inner inner interchange positions on the same play. So like, yeah, I may come up the court being a point guard, but now I pass the ball and now I'm the shooting guard because I'm coming off a pin down. Mm-hmm. So but but again, I, I think to I think tonight, obviously why you why you see so many assists is you have a, you get a ten point lead and then you just passing the ball all around. It's like yo, I'm out there having fun. Right. I think the real test will be on Sunday. Mm. Connecticut is a much better basketball team. Right. I can promise you, if they win the game, it won't be by thirty. <laughs> if they win by thirty, I will I, I will be shocked and floored. But I can promise you, if they well, win the game, know, it won't be by thirty. You know, Connecticut did get run that one game against the Lynx, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. Yeah. yeah, they got like nah. I mean, they like like they so had their when Connecticut streaks. loses, they, yeah. can lose they can lose pretty lose. bad. But I agree with you. No, don't expect it yeah. to be a thirty point game. And honestly, nor would you really want that because that's not a realistic yeah. uh, expectation, or that's not a realistic showing of the Connecticut Sun. If you're looking at the Connecticut Sun as a possible team that you may end up facing if you make it to the semifinals or the finals, somehow mm-hmm. it works out. Yeah. You, you want to act yeah, with, like, you, you want, you you want, want their best shot. You want something that, you know, when I'm fishing on the coaching staff, that when I put on tape, it's like, okay, I know what they're going to do. Right. You don't want one of those games where it's like, I mean, everybody out by the third quarter, exactly. half the team, like, or, 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 you know, we doing things that we can't replicate because right. we just got all the momentum. Now, granted, we talked to, 
Coach Fisher and I talked to him about managing the minutes. And he was glad to give Gray, Parker, Necker, T.R. I was glad. I was too. That's I was whole third quarter. I'm like, yo, take out the game. Take yeah, out the game. Right. Take out the game. Watch you in the game. Take out the game. Take out the game. As soon as she took that light, the uh, the uh, charge she took, I was like, yo, yeah. I so respect you taking that charge. Right. But why did you just take that charge? I 100% respect Because she's a basketball player. Yeah. She has to she take, take that charge. charge. Yeah. But I was, knew she was going to take it. I'm like, she's right. definitely about to take the charge. And I talked to her about it after the game, too. And she said that she enjoyed being on the bench cheering on her teammates because that's something she rarely gets to do. Yeah. It's a 40-minute game, and we've seen her play as high as 39.4 minutes. minutes. We've seen 38 minutes often. We've seen 36, 35. Yeah. Honestly, I don't know if I have seen in person a game where Chelsea Gray has played Less than thirty minutes, and this was twenty-five minutes and twenty seconds. I haven't. I haven't. Even, even in the blowout, she played more than twenty. I mean, the right. I probably like the the Washington Mystics game. I'm sure she played. Right. If you just go back to the Lynx game, they were up by thirty at that in that she game. In the game. She played thirty-five minutes and thirty-eight seconds. Because they couldn't hold. Because they, they, they couldn't hold the lead. But but also, I think this win was also great because you got to keep people engaged. Right. And and with everybody coming back, it was great to see Marina get on the court. I mean, Alexis, she's still, I mean, like coming mm-hmm. off that game she just had against Minnesota, but then Raquana comes back, that shades off of, that shades some of her minutes down, but it's right. great to still get her on the court and keep her engaged, as well as Kalani, as well as Maria, as well as all of them. But to be honest, the way Kalani really got in the game is because Maria Vadiva got popped. In the head. However, you gotta stay engaged. Exactly. Because I mean, you. I mean, look, you, you never know. Time somebody, somebody, has to play. somebody tweak an ankle. Mm-hmm. Somebody, you know, fall the wrong way. Now right. they out for a couple possessions. You gotta keep people engaged and keep them in getting game action and, and just keep. And, and I mean, it's, especially for the young players, because you didn't play, you know, pretty much the whole year. Some of the vets come back, and it's like you gotta take that back seat. You right. don't want them to get lost in the shuffle and just kind of be out there like, oh, you know, whatever. You want them to get the get 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 on the court, get some reps, get some game action. But I will give the Sparks coaching staff credit because I often see them giving those players individual work. Mm-hmm. Everybody who you consider a second unit player mm-hmm. gets individual work. Yeah. Shanae, Weiss, Vadiva, Brown, Jones, Mabry, all of them, all of the non like vet vets. Mm-hmm. I mean, Lena Beard, she don't need it. That's a yeah, master yeah, basketball yeah, yeah, player. Yeah, she She's a technician. Yeah. She, she knows what she's doing. She's yeah, been out she here 16 every, years. Right. Like, she's seen everything on the court. Yeah. And with her, it's about keeping her healthy. Keeping her healthy and just keeping her condition. Mm-hmm. Which and is why you play her in, like, when, you know, maybe, like, even like Raquana, they threw in the game in the full court. It's just about keeping her condition and just, yo, you ain't right. played in, like, what was it, 39 days, they said? Right. I didn't know it was 39 days. It was a long time. Such a long time. But anyway. It felt you, shorter. It did feel like it didn't, like, the 10-game suspension didn't feel like, it felt like five. Now, granted, that may be because, you know, we don't travel with them on the road, so right. we didn't see all ten in person, but it felt more like five. That's true. No, I agree with that. Uh, another player that I really liked, I liked what Sinead did tonight. Oh, yeah, this is this 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 was the best game I've seen her play in, like, two months. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, like they, she came out aggressive. That was yeah. the thing. Like, I had her down for early in the game. I'm like, oh. This might be Shanae's night. Mm-hmm. That's what I tweeted because I could see that focus and I could see that inside game working because she is still an inside player yeah. at this point. So, and that's something you really don't see that much in the WNBA anymore. You'll see in basketball, right? Anymore team, <laughs> in basketball each anymore. Team probably has like maybe 
one legit post player nowadays. In basketball, not just WNBA. I'm talking about right. in, in basketball. True. And usually that post player is the first big off the bench. Right. So the fact that she was able to get it going and to make some buckets, because we see her before the game. We see her practicing those yeah, shots. Yeah, that's, yeah. The, that's the thing I love about Shanae is that when she practices before the game, mm-hmm. she does shoot around, she practices game shots. Yeah. There's no, well, I'm just going to stand there and shoot corner threes because I feel like warming up. Yeah, but you're no, never going to. None of that extra stuff that she's not going to do in the game. The game. Yeah. And the other thing I like about Shanae, and she did have one turnover, kind of one fumble in the game, but I love the way she looks the ball into her hands. Like, it's, she's a very fundamentally sound player. People don't realize how the death of a big man or big woman is bad hands. Right. Like, people really don't realize that. Like, if you can't catch, I can't even throw you the ball. Right. Like, even I... I can't trust you to throw you the ball. Especially on this team with everybody everybody trying to do no-look passes. Everybody trying to be a point guard. Like, I I was watching the Magic Johnson compilation the um, other day. And I'm like, man, like, yeah, Magic threw some crazy passes. But his teammates caught them all. Right. (laughs) You got to get... Well, you saw the compilation, so you saw the good ones. Yeah, the good ones. You didn't see the bad ones. bad ones. The bad ones. But but, but still, like... But still, like, his, his, his... his teammates caught him, even with Chelsea. Like, yeah, she throws amazing passes, but your teammates got to be connected with you. Now, I will say this. I would wish sometimes they would just make the simple basketball play because I don't want them to get, you know, in the playoffs and, and you know, it's 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 um, become something that's so ingrained in them. Like when Steph did the behind-the-back pass and game some of the finals, it's like, I mean, you've been doing that all season. Right. But at that point in time, you didn't need to do that. I would like to see them sometimes just make the – I know Sydney had a play today when she tried to behind-the-head pass. It's like – I feel you, but right. no, but, yeah, but no. no. At this moment in time, no. So I, 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 I still don't. I, I just want to ask. Fish but you about don't want to take the joy. away. You don't want to take the joy away. You don't. So there's, there's that a fine line that you. There's get. that balance. Fine you don't want to take the joy away, but then you look at some of those passes and you just shake your head. You're like, or you squint. You're like, mm. in like the half it court, hurts you like, like it's like somebody screeching on a board, like. In the half court, I don't think you need some of those. Mm-hmm. Now, if you in transition, do what you want to do, have fun. Like it's just, like it's a show. Two on three break, it's a show. Live right. your life. But when we try to run a set and we drive into the lane, I don't think you need. Not everybody needs to be throwing behind the head passes. So, what's your final assessment of a seventeen and ten Sparks clinching the playoffs? Man, I I, I think. I think I started to say it even when they were like eight and nine. It's like yo, if if this team gets healthy. I think they're one of the most dangerous teams in the league. I mean, I think that the only team you could have a discussion and say is better is Washington. Mm-hmm. Like, just even look at matchup. Like, their offensive rating is, like, I think 10 points higher than anybody in the league. I think they have, like, a 108 offensive rating or something like that. Yeah. And that's probably the only team that you could maybe say is better. But I still think that they're a very, very dangerous team. Like, if, if but again, as long as they can stay away from that single game elimination mm-hmm. because you don't want somebody to mess around and get hot and end up hitting, like, six, seven threes on you and, you know, you take an L. Right. But as – I mean, right now it's looking like they will have to play in the second round unless some things really change. Mm-hmm. But if that's in mind, they I know they have to play the Aces again. I think they'll be fine against the Aces. I think well, what fine. I was going to say is I think they really need to, if they're not going to have the second seed, they need to have the third seed. Yeah. You want to avoid the Mystics as long as possible. Because you know what? There's a possibility that if the Aces get the Mystics, they might beat them in the series. Who knows? Yeah. Like, you don't want to be the one that has to try to to take them out in the semifinals. You want them to figure that out, and then you get the winner of that. Right. If you get them in the finals, you get them in the finals. It's best of five. But you don't want them 
yeah, early on. You don't want them early on. Mm-hmm. I agree. Not with the travel because they're going to have home court. Yeah. So and that means you're going to have to go over there. And teams in times. the WNBA do not travel well. Mm-hmm. They do not. Like, teams look completely different on the road. No, that's exactly who the Sparks lost to in the playoffs last year. Yeah. They lost to the Mystics. Because they had to travel there mm-hmm. after playing, I believe, Dallas in the first round. Yeah, they beat Dallas, got blown out by the Mystics. Mystics. I mean, what, that's like, what, a thousand miles you got to travel? From here? That's no. way more than that. I mean, I would, would they, would they, did they come back here? Or did I'm they? not sure. But the whole trip was thousands of miles yeah. in three days. That and the fact you don't get no real practice time. I mean, like, there's no way you could practice. Right. How much film can you even watch? Um, at that point, but I mean, my assessment is I, I I I think Coach Fisher needs real Coach of the Year consideration. I agree. When you look at everything and you know um, all the obstacles, it being the first year for you to be what twenty seven games in and just now have the actual roster that you thought you were gonna have in training camp, and you to be in this position, I think he deserves some Coach of the Year consideration. Right. We'll we'll have to talk about that on another show. Yeah. Have to break that down. But no, I agree with you. I mean, you have to talk about him because. Yeah, you can give it to the team with the best record, but... I don't think that's how you should define Coach of the Year. There are some situations that can rise above just yeah. naturally having the best record with barely having anybody out in your team and just cooking and flowing the whole time. That's how I... But but me personally, like that's how I look at awards. Like I don't think the awards always need to go to who was on the best, whatever. Mm-hmm. I think you got to look at situation. Like, who had the most obstacles and who still prevail, like prevailed through those obstacles. That's why I also think NECA deserves maybe some um, MVP consideration. Now mm-hmm. I assume Delo Don will probably win it, mm-hmm. but NECA should be second and NECA should get some first place votes. I'm shaking should, my head yes. It shouldn't be one of those things where it's unanimous. No, she should get some first place votes. For sure. When you look at the fact she's been out there pretty much every night besides Space Jam night. <laughs> she's been out there Space Jam too. She is. Space <laughs> uh, Space Jam two nights. He's pretty much say two. Two. She's basically giving you a double double. Yeah. It would be 50, 40, 90 if I'm not mistaken. But she's shooting eighty percent from the line, mm-hmm. so she's very efficient. Mm-hmm. I think you got to give her some, I mean, some, some, MVP, some real MVP consideration. I mean, she had five steals. Like, five who, steals. Who gets five steals in a from game? From the center position, basically. Right. From the center position. Right. That's like Hakeem type things. Right. That's very respectable. But all right, I think we should get out of here for this first episode. That's been the Spark Report. Spark Report. So check us out. We'll be back with some more for the rest of the season. We and will. Appreciate you, Pappy. Of course. Appreciate you. All right. My brother.